All right, welcome back to Two Bros with the Show. Uh, my name is Kurt. I'm one of the bros with the show, and I'm joining with Jer, I'm the other bro with the show, and we're on episode 38 here, uh, season three. I think we're calling it still. We haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're kind of just all over the place, but season three, episode 38, and we're here for sports talk. We're here with how, how we're doing. Here, we want to hear from you guys, your takes. But we're going to give you some good takes today. Discuss our mistakes on our takes the past couple weeks, so, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but why don't I always start off the pod by um, asking my bro, Jer, here. Uh, how you doing, Jer? I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, been been not too much has happened since the last time we talked, uh, but... Except for the Super Bowl contenders. Good. Do what? Except for the Super Bowl contenders, but... Except for the Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I would like to say... That you, for you mentioned the takes, and I want to give myself credit for the Rams. I want to start off, mm-hmm. first thing we're going to do is jump right in. And I want to give myself credit for the Rams, and I told you this, I'm going to give myself a third place uh, for the Titans. Third place for the Titans. Titans did not make it, but they lost on a last-second play to the team that's in. Same can be said about the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Uh, but that's why I'm third, not second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I thought, uh, I will say, Jer, I really thought the Bills were going to beat the Chiefs. and um, But it was a, I don't know, we, we didn't, haven't talked about it yet, but that game was, the people are some, people are saying it's the, the best game uh, ever, like, ever played. I, and I'll be honest, I think that was the greatest here game, football game, NFL game, I've watched. The best part is, Two weeks earlier, watching the ch- uh, the Chargers Raiders game, I thought that one was the best I've ever watched. Just because of how there was so much on the line, playoffs on the line, and the way that game ended, and the the possibilities that had, I was like, "There's never going to be another game. I'll probably watch the full game, and th- that is as good as this one has been." And then, of course, Mahomes and Allen come out. Uh, it's just- crazy. Almost a perfect game from both of them. Um, really, maybe two, three turnovers—not turnovers, but uh, th- uh, failed for third downs. Yeah, like. it was insane. I mean, I, mean, I, I want to talk about that just a little bit more, and I have a couple of t- takes uh, on that. But uh, first, Jared, did you? Uh, I want to talk about. This is going to sound weird, but I want to talk about the weather. Um, just the weather that a little bit. So old. the weather. I know I'm getting old, and so I, it's true what they say. Once you hit almost 26, you're That's what I heard. I heard 25 and a half. Is, yeah, is yeah. You start you start caring about the weather more. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm at that stage, and I I've been really debating on this weather thing. It's like they've been talking. I've heard about 15 different things. Um, if you guys are in the central Illinois area, you guys are probably getting a lot of snow right now. And I've heard a lot of things before this, like, so today's Wednesday, <clears throat> and on Tuesday, people were saying, a lot of meteorologists were saying, like, yeah, we're going to get 8 to 12 inches, then I heard 10 to 15 inches, then someone told me 2 to 3 feet, so it's just, like, all over the place, and my question is, Jer, so do we ever believe meteorologists, or do we just kind of wait and see what happens? I think we just kind of wait, because I think... I, I'm sure you've heard this, everybody's heard this, but we talk about how easy, sorry, excuse me, uh, the meteorology job has to be, because you can be wrong 80% of the time, <laughs> yeah. and you get to keep your job, and 
I kind of, yeah, I agree with that. I think that we just kind of play it by ear. And I think there's two guarantees when it snows. One, the meteorologist is not going to be accurate. And two, you're going to hear at least 80 old people talk about how this is nothing compared to the storm of whatever year it was. <laughs> it's always a year. That yeah. Was crazy. Well, that's interesting that you bring that up, Jerry, because I was actually uh, just thinking about this. I was thinking... I was telling you earlier about the the storm of 2012. I think is what it was. It was yeah, you were yeah. You're, so, you're getting there. It's 25 <laughs> and a half, man. It's changed you. You just wait, Jerry. I'm telling you. So the storm of 2012, worst storm I've ever experienced. It's not quite as bad as 86, I think, but um, it's pretty I mean, bad. Snow was, we were driving through the snow, and the snow was five feet over our head. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the good one. That's the good one that you always hear is. Uh, yeah, you couldn't even get to school. We had to, we had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to get to school and we still went. So best part is, uh, kind of a sidebar, but not a sidebar. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to, uh, Landon Gingrich. Um, let me use his Alana inquire. So good. Uh, they were actually talking about that on the inquire. They were talking about, is this game going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Uh, this is Illinois versus Wisconsin on Wednesday due to the snow. And I did see some comments on there about having to walk up here uphill both ways. Actually, <laughs> uh, I know there's a little sarcasm in there, but I know that uh, these guys on that board are kind of telling the truth too. There, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that uh, the officials had to walk uphill both ways just to get to the game tonight. So, I don't know if that's true, but I could assume that they're not that young, um, and I'm sure that they they're used to it though. So. They're used to walking uphill both ways and in the snow. So one thing that I thought was interesting to keep, go back, back on that. So very snowy, and tonight is the Illinois-Wisconsin game, huge game. We'll preview that a little bit. But the, I had – so the Illinois men's basketball team posted on Facebook and said, if you're not local, uh, please consider giving your tickets to someone who is local and can go to the game. So I was like, that's pretty interesting. And then uh, I had all these comments. All the comments were reading like they were saying, uh, can you guys guarantee that all the all the um, the sidewalks and all the parking lots are going to be plowed? Can you guarantee that? And uh, I was like, what kind of question is that? Like, That's a bad question. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. But the snow <laughs> is kind of crazy. Um, a lot of snow here. A lot of drifts, though. So... Uh, I know, Jerry, you didn't get quite quite get it up your way, but still some snow there, huh? Yeah, a little bit of snow. I mean, own, as a house owner, as I am, uh, father of zero, but uh, own a house, um, I would like to say I do not enjoy shoveling snow, but I also can't get myself to buy a $2,000 snow flinger. Um, snow flinger. Yeah. Is that the word? If I I could get myself to buy one, I'd be happy. But uh, right now I'm shoveling up myself. And, of course, the people who ever plows the road just loves to shove all the snow at the bottom of the driveway. That's the absolute worst. That is the worst. So so do you have a real snow shovel, Jer? Um, It actually came with the house. Uh, That was kind of what got me to buy it. I was was going to say, that's a a deal breaker. Like. Two, two of them, not just one. So I got one that uh, that can chip out the ice, and I got one that's a little softer to pick up the snow. So <laughs> if you're willing uh, to, if you're willing to donate one of those, Jer, um, I am in the market for a for a snow shovel. I got you one a couple years back. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the nice one, the the one that well, it will take me fifteen hours to shovel my driveway that has half inch of snow. So yeah, that one's you pretty good. Use that or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that one would have broke if I even started to shovel anything, Jer. So, <laughs> but um, uh, I just have a horse poop I shovel. That went to waste. You know, you know that, Jer. You know what a horse poop what? shovel is? A horse manure shovel? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think the actual term is a grain shovel, but um, that's all I use, and it's it's horrible sounding on the concrete. Yeah, that's I, all I, I have. Can imagine. So. so yeah. Anyway, so that that's my snow talk, my weather talk, the. The weather update for you. I heard it's supposed to snow another eight inches, um, and then rain. I'm just kidding. That's not true. But so yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be pretty, pretty, uh, a pretty good night for some snow tonight. So I'm glad we're gonna be stay home a couple days. Um, but that's enough. Enough talk about snow and stuff. Enough snow talk. Enough snow talk. Enough snow talk. So Joe, let's get back to the games of of the weekend so we had the Bengals and the Chiefs and then the Rams and Niners and then we'll talk a little bit about the Bills and the Chiefs game too and to get to the championship weekend so my first question is we talked a little bit about how that's such a great game um, the Bills and the Chiefs were so my question for you is Jerry I don't know if you've thought about this but I have do you think that Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes um I do know that one thing I'm going to start off with is everyone is all over Patrick Mahomes' junk all the time. Yeah. And um, that kind of leads me to not like him as much, even though he's a very likable guy, uh, besides his family, obviously. Yep. That's a well-known source um, subject. Um, <laughs> I would say that I think that Mahomes is better as a player. Okay. But I think... I think Allen, because Allen has, he had some bad games, a lot of bad games this year, actually. Um, Bills were very inconsistent this year. They were. And I think Allen, when he plays like he did, I think Allen did outplay Mahomes in that game. I do think that. But I don't know, overall consistency, including consistency, I think that Mahomes is better. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. Kind of, that's a good thought. I, I think I'm... I'm in the same boat. Uh, I would say I'm pretty close to the same boat. I do think that so Josh Allen got the best of Mahomes twice this year, in my opinion. I mean, they didn't win both games, but I think he played better than, than him in, in the games that he played against him. And um, I do believe that uh, Josh Allen is a very good quarterback. I love his story, and I think he is so hard. The thing that makes him so unstoppable, in my opinion, is his his physicality. So he's so big and so strong. And I mean, who wants to tackle Josh Allen coming straight at you? I mean, a lot of NFL players would, but a lot of a lot of them wouldn't, but he's like 6 foot 5 and 250 pounds. Like that's and he can move really well. That's one thing yeah. that that's one thing that Patrick Mahomes Mahomes can move well, but he's not going to he's not going to get hit like Mahomes and like Josh Allen does, which can, which makes me think that Josh Allen isn't quite the player. He's not quite as smart. And, and like Patrick Mahomes is thinking, I'm going to make a bunch of money for a long time by not getting hit. So I think that overall I would agree that probably uh, Mahomes is a little bit better. Um, but I think Josh Allen has a pretty high ceiling as well. Um, and I agree. I, I would say his ceiling is higher than a Mahomes. I would agree. Due to- like you said, strictly due to his 
his size, his arm strength. I mean, did you see that rope he threw to Knox? I think it was Knox, right? I mean, not Knox. Um, Davis. Davis. Yeah. That ball. So four touchdowns, kind of hard to. <laughs> pretty yeah. easy to tell who it was too, but it was a yeah. dead rope, like sixty yards, or maybe not quite, maybe fifty yards. But I mean, it was like like a pass that most people throw when they're throwing twenty-five or thirty yards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, and it, it was just wild to me that uh, that we could have a game like that. And I think that what what I think is cool is that. I don't know if we'll ever see something like that again. I really don't. I mean, we probably will, and we say that a lot. But you had 25 points in the last two minutes of the game. 25 total points in the last two minutes of the game, which is insane. Yeah, and I think the Bills deserved that game just the way they kind of played it right. They kind of drove the clock down. Um, they took the lead 13 seconds. but um, Their defense also, was dumb. What? Their defense was really dumb. Yeah, the defense was dumb. I'm not going to take credit here for calling it, but uh, a former po- former host, Eric, and I were texting in a group, and um, 13 seconds left, he said, too much time. And I said, here's what's going to happen, two 20-yard plays and a field goal, and we're tied going to overtime. Three minutes later, two 20-yard plays, field goal, overtime. Uh, give, me credit, give myself credit for that. Titans didn't pan out, but that did, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's for sure. Uh and the craziest thing is I think every single game since, uh, like, every single game was since the AFC Divisional Round, or the, since the Divisional Round, right? Is that what you call it? Yeah, the Divisional yeah, Round. Yeah, the first round was Divisional Rounds, and that was the... Divisionals was uh, the first round. Second round was, what is that? No, it's Wild Card, the Divisional, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. every Division, from Divisional Round on... It has been every game has been decided by one possession or less. That is that's awesome. I love it. That's what I love about it. That's what what makes football football. Greatest playoff of all time. And I still want to go. I would still love to go to Arrowhead sometime. Um, like just to a game would be awesome. So yeah, that atmosphere incredible. It's insane. Uh, let's move on to that game then. Uh, last, let's do the Chiefs Bengals. Okay. I want to talk about that. I think. Uh, I think that Mahomes, obviously, one play doesn't cost a game, but I think his last drive in the, reg- in the regulation could have uh, kind of cost him the game there. I agree. Um, so I think that's what makes him so good is his ability to make plays when there is no play. Mm-hmm. But it showed you there how it can also become a problem at times. Um, so it's kind of like the you always hear take the good with the bad. That's the one downfall when you have somebody like that. Yeah, I agree. I would totally agree with you. I know me and you were texting a little bit during that game, Jer, or after it, and uh, yeah. talking about how he, he lost him the game. Basically, <laughs> I don't know if I would say he lost him the game, but he like his sacks and his his incredible playmaking kind of like cost him there, like you said. And he just if he would have just played smart. Like, he, t- he drove his team 20 yards back when they were, what, on the six-yard line or something like that? Yeah, they were on the six. He, the first play, first down, they were on the nine, I believe, nine or ten. And the first down play, he ended up making something happen out of nothing, gained, like, maybe three, four yards. Um, but then it went, yeah, and that's the same, he tries to do the same thing two, times, two more times in a row and uh, never throws it away. I mean, if, if you're on the six, maybe the second down play doesn't work. 
now you're at the on the six again instead of on the fifteen. It's a lot easier to have to even get close to the end zone or in the end zone from the six yard line compared to the fifteen and then the thirty. There by that point you have to kick a field goal. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. I uh, and so I think the Bengals. I don't know. What do you think, Jay? Obviously they're for real because they're in the Super Bowl, but. I think the Chiefs actually helped him out a lot <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. And um, uh, like we talked about it, you, I think you said, I think it was you. Um, that we're talking, they're they're playing they're playing well, but they're also they also have a lot of luck on their side. So yeah, I was saying that. I said that it takes luck to get to the Super Bowl, and they got a yeah they got they had some luck on their side there, and uh, that's kind of how it is. I mean, the Rams are kind of the same way. Um, Rams have been playing incredible, but. You obviously have to have a little bit of things go your way, and the, the Bengals have definitely had that. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. What, what, let's talk about the Bengals quarterback for a second. So Joe Burr, jo, Joey Burr, Joe Burr, Joe Burr. He's what are what are your thoughts on him? Is he actually that good? Is he a natural born winner? What what are what are your thoughts? Uh, Joe Burr. Uh, what's the other name? My favorite one. Uh, can't think of it right now, but I'll think of it later. He's got a lot um, of them. What? He's got a lot of them. He's got, got a, lot a lot of names. names. A lot of names. Um, but I think he is a winner, like you said, natural-born winner. I don't know so much as um, the greatest when it comes to skill level, but uh, mm-hmm. same as the greatest player to ever live, greatest quarterback to play the game, Tom Brady. Uh, congrats on the retirement. Uh, maybe we can get him on the pod in his free time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, but he wasn't. Also, he neither. I mean, he wasn't either the greatest skill set at all. He's just the. He's one of those guys that's rare where he's super smart when he plays, mm-hmm. and he has a good, a much, much above average. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Much above average skill set. Yeah. Um, guys like Jimmy G. The reason that he usually, I mean, he's not his skill set's not good, but he usually just doesn't hurt the team, and that's why they end up getting as far as they right. did because right. they can. Dip- defense when it comes to the Bengals, joe burr he will he will still do great while also not hurting your team because that's kind of like mahomes mahomes is much better skill set but he can have the ability to also hurt your team which that's what the difference is i think yeah i think so going back to your point with joe burr joe burr burrow and uh and tom brady i think to me they just seem so similar like they have a lot they have a swagger about them like that, yeah. they have extreme confidence, and like they believe that every time they go out, they're gonna win the game. They believe that every pass they complete, they're gonna or every pass they throw, it's gonna be completed. Like to me, like that's what winners do, and I, I think it's just an it's an it's an incredible like asset to have. But like you said, I don't find Joe Burrow as like the most athletic guy on like in the league or the most athletic quarterback. Obviously he isn't same with Tom Brady though, but like, he's just a winner. Like they just win games and they find ways to win games. And, um, I think there, it could very well be very well. could be Joe, Joe Burrow. This is going to be maybe a bold statement, but here, I'm just going to say it. Joe Burrow might be like the next Tom Brady, like look alike. He might have a lot of, he might have several Super Bowls, but he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he might have several Super Bowls, but it's not going to be as he's not going to be stand out as the best athlete ever. But he'll throw, he'll do what it takes to win. So that's yeah. That's I mean, I'm going to go hold off on those statements for now. Just <laughs> it's a little early, but uh, I do I do agree with that. Just the pure ability to basically 
you see how that team went from a fifth round pick in the draft to a Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of moving pieces in that, but you have to give credit to where credit's due with Joe Burr and his part of that. Yeah, I think he's a. Uh, it'll be a good matchup, I think. But they, I mean, Joe Burrow and the Bengals have shocked people, obviously, and they just don't. It's not. I think they've rolled with the underdog, their underdog like mentality or the underdog narrative that they are. Like they're kind of like mad that people are writing them off as an underdog, you know, and. Um, they're yeah. they're playing with a chip on their shoulder, and I think that helps Joe Burrow whenever he plays. And um, so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. But I want to take it back to uh, we'll jump over to the other game with uh, the Niners and the Rams. But one thing that you said, you talk about Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit, and I want to just state this on the pod: I'm not here for the Jimmy G hate. Everybody is hating on him, and I'm not here for it. I well, I, I see a lot of hate, but. I guess, what is your take on him? Is he a good quarterback? Is he... Okay. What, is, what would you think? That, so, plus, uh, is, they came out and said they're getting, getting rid of him, basically. Yeah. Where do you think he, he should end up? So, I think there's a lot of different things, different possibilities where he could end up or whatever. But I would agree, like, so what Debo Samuel said, he tweeted out, like, you guys all hate on my quarterback, but look at his win percentage. Like, there, there's a thing. that I mean, win percentage to me is a big thing. Like... He might not be the most talented quarterback, the most the best quarterback in the league, but he could, he can be a starter, I think. He can definitely be a starter. And obviously at the end of the game we saw some plays that obviously weren't very good. But at the same time, you look at him and is he going to be your future quarterback? I don't think he's going to be the Niners' future quarterback, but he could help a team like I'm trying to think, like the uh like the Commanders. There we go. The Commanders. The, yeah. the, the Commanders, I, mean, I think I think he be could great. be a a good fit for them. Like Taylor Heineke, he's not a franchise quarterback. I mean, Jimmy I G though is a natural. I think he he goes back. He knows how to win. He knows how to win games. Knows how to play his role. And um, obviously, Trey Lance is going to be their future quarterback. And I, I totally get getting rid of them, getting rid of him. But I just don't like when people say Jimmy G does absolutely nothing for your for your pro or for yeah, your I, franchise. I think. That's a great way to put it. Um, you ha- and I like the biggest thing you said is you have to give credit to a win percentage, um, just because it seems we've seen guys that have talent have the um, the what do you call the, the ability to play at the top level, but they don't end up winning. And well, yeah, it's not just strictly stats and going out there and putting the ball where it needs to be placed. It's also a lot of game control and just the ability to peer, purely win. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, – I agree. I'm just not here for it. But I, I do think, like, that he has a place in this league. And even if he's – I don't think he'll play, like, for that much longer. But um, I think he has the ability to be a starting quarterback. But uh, switch gears a little – not switching gears to back to the 49ers to the Rams game uh, – one thing that I'm going to say about the Niners, one more thing, is that I don't know what your take is on Debo Samuel either, but that guy is insanely good in my opinion. I agree. I think looking at him, I'm not sure if you thought this, but he does look a little pudgy, does he not? <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't look, look like he should be fast. Be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, but, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, so I think that he is, what he does, I think, I don't know if you saw this quote, but he said that, they asked him if he watches highlights of other other receivers, and he said, "Why would I? None of them can do what I do." And I think that's a 
that's confident statement there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he's not wrong in the fact that he lines up in the backfield. I don't. I can't think of any other receiver that consistently lines up in the backfield as a running back and then goes out and plays receiver and running routes. Um, but I think that. I think yeah, he deserves a little credit for how good he is and how much, how far he took that Niners team offensively. Yeah, absolutely, pretty incredible. And um, huh. it'll be interesting to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. I thought the Rams are, Rams are obviously an incredibly talented team, and um, it's going to be interesting to see. I've, I read a stat somewhere or a, a fact that the this is the first time ever that a team will host the NFC Championship and host the Super Bowl. So, will be kind of interesting. Cool. So. Um, they, uh, I, I think Matthew, I, I like Matthew Stafford. I think he deserves this. Yeah, I think so too. It's been a long time coming for him. Uh, I don't think he, he's never done anything like, uh, that causes me to like, like question his morals, question his like, uh, team mentality, but it's, it'll be good for him. And he's, he's a good quarterback. I mean, I will say he's a very good quarterback. And Cooper Cup, I really like Cooper Cup, so I do like some oh, guys on the Rams yeah. for sure. So it'll be cool to see them in the in the Super Bowl. And um, just quick, quick Super Bowl take here or Super Bowl prediction. What what do you have? And this might change by next week too, Jared. But what do you have the, for the Super Bowl right at, at this moment? At this moment, yeah. There's, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a great game. Um, their one stat I wanted to point out is the Bengals have not lost this lost this year. I think they're like seven or eight or eight to zero when they are projected to lose by three or more. And right now it's at four and a half. So um, kind of leaning Bengals just because I think it's their year. I think Rams. Um, I think there's a better team, but I think the Bengals have the better luck and they're the, they're the hotter team. I think if you if you waited played that they played. 50 times I think the Rams would win but I think with just this situation and everything that's going on I think I'm gonna take the Bengals I think it'll be a great game could come mm-hmm. down to the last play even uh so yeah I think you can't if it does you can't ding me if it does but yeah I'm take I think I think I'm in the same boat man there's a lot of trains going by my house <laughs> so but uh I think I would agree the Bengals are uh my pick as well and, and at this moment they are they got all the luck they got, I feel like they have all the momentum on their side it's just a, it's gonna be um, Joe Burrow is a winner, and I I do believe that they're gonna pull it out, and I, I do think it's gonna come down to it's gonna be a one possession game, just like every single other game. I feel like so it'll be pretty interesting. So Jared, let's switch gears uh, to basketball real quick. Uh, let's go to so tonight uh, this is Wednesday night, and Illinois uh, is playing Wisconsin. So let's preview that game a little bit, and then we'll talk about uh, other things, Illinois basketball as well. But what are your thoughts on the game tonight? What do you see happening? And uh, it literally starts in an hour, so we could probably wait um, and come back and record <laughs> what we see. But <laughs> we will, uh, we'll just talk about it a little bit and talk about what the Illini team has been doing the past couple games as well. So what are your thoughts on the Illinois-Wisconsin game? Uh, I think it's going to be a great game, honestly. So, as I mentioned earlier about the Atlanta Inquirer, how I'm a member, kind of now, yeah. uh, I posted on there, asked people's thoughts, uh, what the opening line would be. And people are very optimistic that we'll be winning this game by close to double digits. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I, I do – they made a lot of good points. Uh, we do match up well. Mm-hmm. I think Trent, if Trent can shut down 
Johnny Davis, I think, uh, I think that's the key. I think that Davidson, he's going to get a th- couple threes in maybe, uh, but I think we can shut him down because outside of shooting, he, from the few games I've watched, he didn't seem to be that great. Um, I think Davis, from the games I've watched, has been the guy that he can turn it on and he can change the game easily. I mean, that's why he's projected possibly national player of the year, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's going to be the key, um, but I, I do like Illinois in this game, especially with Bellow out. That's the only thing that kind of scares me is uh, you got Bellow coming in, Kofi second game back um, after a couple games out, or maybe just one, but um, I think that it's going to be our first time everybody healthy. It's going to be a matter of making sure everybody can kind of play together, get used to it again. Uh, might take a couple games to get used to that. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good good analysis of what what I think. I'm not. I don't know. I won't add too much on that. But I don't think that from what I, the games I've watched Wisconsin play, I don't feel like they're as talented as we are, and I don't think that they are quite as good as. Um, I don't think they're the number ten team in the country. If I'm being honest, Johnny Davis is very very good um, as a guard. He's a very very good guard. Um, but I don't see much else past that. I don't. I've watched. I watched them a little bit the other night against Minnesota and. Um, I don't see a ton of uh, players around him that can make plays. Johnny Davis can make plays, but I do believe that Trent Frazier uh, is one of the better player, one of the better defenders in the country, and he has a chip on his shoulder. If you if you saw again, Jerry, he didn't make didn't make the uh, midseason uh, de- defensive list, uh, defensive player of the year list. So. That, I think he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to play really well. He played a really bad game against Northwestern, I thought, offensively. Played good defensively, um, but I don't think he'll have a bad night from him defensively. I really don't, um, ever, um, until he graduates. And, yeah. um, but I oh, think, wow. <laughs> but I think until he graduates. That, what's that? Until he graduates. Yeah, until he graduates. I don't I'll, think he's going to play I'll... defensively, not offensively, Jerry. Not I mean, offensively, so. I, I mean, some people are questioning if he will even guard Davis. Uh, some people are thinking it could be DeMonte. Um, I, I can like see both. Trent. I like Trent on him, but. Yeah, uh, I do maybe, too. Um, well, but, maybe both. A little mixture of both. Yeah, for sure. I think um, that's a good, a good segue here. I want to talk about DeMonte Williams a little bit. DeMonte Williams has been, he basically, he, I used to like not like his game that much, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of his game, but he is just such a glue guy, in my opinion, that recently he has been so, like, it's been so evident to me that without him on the floor, like, we we, we, we take a step back defensively, for sure, in my opinion, but he just seems to be in the right place at the right time, know what to do. Offensively, he's not that talented, but he knows, like, his role, it seems like, and he he just makes us better, and he's kind of the, like the Northwestern game. I don't think we would have won that game without him. So, I agree. I think I mean that one play alone basically feels like it won the game. Yeah, I know. So yeah, it's been it's been awesome to see him. Kind of, it's, it's actually just I, I've actually shifted my mindset a little bit because I used to want why is he playing? Why is he playing? But I, I get why he's playing now. I think so. Yeah, and I feel um, like I've, yeah, he's been like you said. There's been times where you're kind of like, why is he in the game? But I think this year it has been nice because you need, I think every team needs a guy that is going to kind of know his role and not try to shoot. Um, Because when you have a team like Illinois where you have Bellow who loves to play with the ball, you have Trent who loves to shoot, you got um, 
plumber who loves to get his shots up. You you have to have a guy that's willing to not make only take one shot a game, maybe because otherwise you can't. It, it actually hurts the team sometimes to have too many scores. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good point. And um, talking about scores, I think a lot of it, I want to talk a little bit about our freshman uh, pods. Um, Melendez and Goody and so Goody had a good game against Michigan State I know a lot of people don't really like that they want to see more minutes out of the freshmen which I I get that I totally get it and um, I was impressed with the minutes that we got from uh, from the freshmen last week so I get my question is do you agree with those guys or do you think they should get more minutes or what do you think Um, I think that I don't know I I think that as a freshman you want to guys as a fan. I guess I should start with that. As a fan, you want to see these guys get minutes because you're there's a lot of hype around them. Yeah, and they're they're, the, they're the future. I think so. the transition. There's only certain guys that can make that transition in one year, and by the end of the year, I mean we're almost halfway, so I think we'll start seeing more minutes. It's kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like being a freshman in high school. I know it's probably a bad comparison, maybe not. I don't know, but you can't have a freshman just start right as they jump to high school. You got to give them kind of transition and by the mid-year sometimes they'll start kind of the same situation i think here i think the minutes we got against northwestern incredible pot especially with that three i uh, will i will uh say i he shot it i said please don't and it went in <laughs> uh, i'm not sure if that's jinxed by me credit or just yeah um, could be could be jerry thank you i think um yeah. but it yeah it did go in and i think um i, I know how hard he works so he, he's always in the first first on the court i don't know if you see it on twitter yeah. So, I think that and Melendez as well. I think you can see he's still got some raw talent, but he's looks he's looking good. So I think that from now on they should. But I don't disagree or or agree. Uh, I do think that they shouldn't have gotten more minutes. I think they've got the right amount of minutes up to this point. Yeah, I would agree with that. And Luke Goody, I don't know if you saw what Brad Underwood said. I, I'm excited for Luke Goody in the next couple of years. Um, but Brad Underwood said after the Michigan State game, he's a guy that's going to score fifteen hundred points in in this program. That's that that's a l- little much, Brad. Tone it down a little bit. But <laughs> that is a little much. <laughs> so um, I hope it's true. I hope he's not wrong. Yeah, but but I get what he's saying. I mean, he's got a lot of upside, and he I mean, he just looks like a something that I heard is that he he acts like a twenty five year old, which is it I seems that. that way. Like he carries himself very well, um, just on the court. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know him, but. Uh, it just seems like he carries himself very well, and I think if you have a guy like him in the program, he kind of reminds you of like a um, a uh, what's the guy from Michigan? Oh, Matt McQuaid. I don't know if you remember him. I but, remember him. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like one of those guys. Uh, I didn't like that guy. What's that? <laughs> I didn't like that guy. Well, yeah, no one did, but we will like you. We'll like Luke Goody though. So that's true, <laughs> and I think he's a more likable guy yeah. just in general. <laughs> But so I think it, it'll that'll be good to have a guy like that in your program in the next couple of years. So I think the the freshmen have got a lot of upside, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, and we'll talk about. I think we'll in the next couple of weeks. I'd like to talk a little bit about like what what do you think about the Illinois program um, moving forward? What about next year? Some predictions. But uh, we'll, we'll wait on that too. But yeah, I think next week or next week on the on the pod we'll be able to uh, talk a little bit about. Uh, the Wisconsin game, um, and, uh, just, just the week, just talk about Corbello and Coburn. And also I'll preview the Super Bowl a little bit. So, and Jared, I just got a special announcement, uh, to, for all our listeners to look forward to special guests next week. Um, coming on the pod, uh, Jameson R 
Jameson Roki oh, is, is going to join the pod. Um, just graduated high school last year, so 2021 graduate. Um, good basketball player. Pretty good. Um, what's that? Um, a lot of knowledge. Student of the game. Student of the game, yeah. <laughs> Student of the game. Uh, a lot of knowledge of the game. Um, I'm not going to say anything else about his knowledge, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, his knowledge isn't always... No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. We're gonna t- put him to the test. Um, he ha- he said just to embarrass him a little bit. Uh, he said he just said, "Well, I don't know what to say. I- I'm afraid I'm gonna say something stupid." So, um, just encourage him, guys, to say something stupid. And it's like not like we don't say anything stupid, Jer. So, yeah, no, we've we said some dumb stuff. Like, yeah. who would you say was gonna be the Super Bowl? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that, that's exactly right. So that, that that'll be exciting and something to look forward to. Um, but I think uh, I, wanna, I gotta get something to eat before this Illinois game, so I'm gonna. I think we're gonna jump off here, unless you have anything else that you want to discuss, Jer. Uh, I don't think. I just got uh, one last thing, non-sports related. Something funny I saw, kind of funny. Okay. Um, but uh, just uh, just to be aware, I saw this thing on TikTok that there was a crash with a ton of monkeys that they all escaped, and this lady tried to pet one. That she thought it was a cat or something, and she went to pet it, and it jumped out at her, and it was a monkey, and now she's sick and quarantined. So COVID, this could be could be something scarier. Uh, could be something building up. Um, could could be planned, government planned. Who knows? That's uh, true. Jerry. We got everything. Got think everything here, but uh, just thought it'd be kind of crazy, crazy stories. Yeah, it would right. be. <laughs> so first Daniel. it was bats, and now it's monkeys. Okay. First it was yeah. bats, now monkeys. Hmm. Just to be aware for any of you monkey lovers out there, um, if you see a monkey, don't get near it. Exactly. Monkeys in the wild are never good, especially (laughs) those that escape from this specific place. Where where was the place? Uh, Semi. I don't know where they were traveling, but Semi was moving from one location to another. Uh, That's all I can get for you. Okay. Um, All I know, but it seems legit. Seems Seems something scary coming. Something scary coming. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's good to know, Jay. I appreciate. It. That's pretty funny though. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. And Jay, what what do, what do you have for words of wisdom for us this week? Uh, I think that was one of them right there. Stay away <laughs> from the monkeys. Wild monkeys, stay away. Okay. Um, and I think number two is just uh, buy a good shovel. Buy a good snow shovel. Yeah, always a good thing. Thank you for that, Jay. That's a, that's a shout out to you for for all my twenty five and a half and above year olds. <laughs> Um, That's right. I'm sure you already have one because you're but those about to turn 25 and a half uh, first thing you want to do is get that shovel that can uh, kind of do it both find you one that can do it both mm-hmm. and talk about the weather make sure you talk about the weather yeah weather so. and uh, what's the last one the New Balance shoes you got any of those yet I know Eric uh, Eric does I do have New Balance shoes I actually do really yeah not <laughs> I don't have I don't have uh, I don't have the white ones though so I have okay. some nice New Balance ones they look very comfortable. Highly recommend New Balance. Like, uh, that's my go-to I'm, now. Uh, so. I'm in the opposite way. I'm buying some new trendy shoes called Allbirds. Uh, supposedly more comfortable than New Balance. We'll see. I'll do. I'll do, give you guys a review. Yeah, uh, give us in the mail. Give you a review next pod. Yeah, give us a review, Jay. That'll be good. All right, all right. That's that's words of wisdom from Jer. Um, with that, we're gonna wrap it up, and uh, we will see you guys next week. That wraps up episode 38. I gotta say it every before every end. Before we end, so episode thirty-eight um, is a Season wrap. Three, episode thirty-eight. Yes, that's right. Season three, episode thirty-eight. It's a wrap, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See ya.
Oh, 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 oh,